Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024. All right. Podcast. Podcast time. <laughs> On the Volume Network. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pump up the volume on the Volume Network. They really the used to talk like that on like coming to school commercials, bro. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we wanted to hear to buy fucking Jordache jeans, jeans or fucking Arizona jeans. <laughs> Arizona, Route 56. <laughs> Get your Jordache Get you some jeans. mustard Route 66 jeans. Only at Dillard's. <laughs> We've been watching the, the Nick Jr. weekends and they'd be like, Get to pay less. It's almost yeah. back to school time. You need your new pencils. <laughs> You're like, oh, right, right. He's right. I can tell he's JC right because the way lying he's to our parents, <laughs> buying our duck head from JC Penney. Sheesh! Scary times. They have, remember chaps too. Chaps. If you couldn't really buy Ralph Lauren, could have had a polo shirt, bro. Like, could have had a polo shirt. <laughs> chaps, nigga, you could have had a polo shirt, but you couldn't, bro, boy. I, I, I told y'all the story before about, about my homie Duck Man when he finally got his shit off. <laughs> All right, we called him a motherfucking duck man because he walked like a duck, right? Hey, put all this in the pond, Adam. All of this going in the pond. My homie, cold open. My homie Keith used to clown the fuck out of duck, like on sight, lighting his ass. It was all love. It wasn't beef. You know what I'm saying? Jokes is love. But then one day, one day he lit into my homie duck man while he was wearing a chap shirt. Duck man just walked over quietly and pointed at every letter on his chap shirt, said, could have had a polo shirt and walked off. <laughs> 
So like, and like, and for all the clowning that Keith did on Duckman, Duckman won the war with that one. That was the atomic bomb. By that, far, was the, bro. that was Dunk his Nagasaki right there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and he just walked off so calmly after that. And just left us in shambles. Was, was Duckman a nerd? Uh, he was a smart dude, but not awkward with it. You know what I'm saying? Like okay yeah. okay yeah yeah he yeah. he was he was he was a dude who was very comfortable in his skin even though he wasn't quote unquote cool but fuck cool like I I fuck with people I who are way more comfortable those are my you know what I mean favorite niggas yeah. bro right the people who reach that realization like at, yeah if you reach that realization yeah. at fifteen you were like Thanos yeah you know what I mean the volume Jenkins and Jones is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook there's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Lots of reasons why I love betting on FanDuel Sportsbook. They've got great odds and markets for the MLB, PGA Tour, tennis, football futures, and so much more. They've got awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use, safe and secure, and you get your winnings fast. Plus, it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. And you can discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code JNJ so they know we sent you. That's promo code JNJ. That's J-A-N-D-J. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in select states only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 or call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. We've got lots of exciting pumpkin floating <laughs> world records to talk to you about today. Brought to you by JC Penny. Arizona Jeans. <laughs> it's a Arizona Jeans. Back to school Route episode 66. of Jenkins and Jones. <laughs> We just the, the Target Arizona just ran had all the colors bro. deep into Arizona. my pockets for back to school oh, shopping. Yes, Target got some shit. I never saw. I you know like as a kid, you wouldn't want your parents to shop at Target. I would think that, but Target they got Billabong. They got some shit, bro. They got Levi's. Target has Levi's. G. Here's how micro targeted at my children Target is. They have Spider Man princess stuff. God for damn. <laughs> they have Spider-Man riding on a unicorn on a lunchbox. Like, I'm helpless. <laughs> like, I have no defense against that. <laughs> Bro, the cheat code really is, though, like, get them some cool shoes and keep their hair cut. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't really have to do Levi's. You could, Levi's will be cool or decent, you know what I'm saying, for the next 150 years. You feel me? <laughs> like, get them a cool T-shirt, Levi's, cool sneakers. They good. <laughs> You know what I mean? All right, fuck all that shit up anyway. I don't know, man. I, I, a, I feel like I feel like Twenty One Savage tried to get Levi Jeans out of here with that, with that line. He said, "Levi Jeans, no self esteem. He on black people meat." <laughs> I was like, "God damn!" I was like, "God damn, Twenty One, you didn't have to do us like that." I think elementary students can get away with Levi's though. You know what I mean? Twenty One got some middle jokes. school. Somebody gonna drop that verse on you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's that shit he said too? Like, you and Lacoste and shit. Like, Twenty One be talking this shit, man. <laughs> Lacoste is ninety dollars. Man, that shit funny as hell though. That shit funny as hell. Honda Civics cost a lot of money too. You know what I mean, and they don't do well in rap lyrics. It's just that's just the reality of life. Saved up a long time to buy that Honda Civic. I'm in a Honda. I got hit right in the side of the head. You in a Honda? (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm in a Zonda, you in a Honda. Damn, nigga, I had a Honda at the time, too. <laughs> nigga, you a bitch. Where your What's Honda wrong with Accord? my Accord? Where your Honda, Honda Accord? <laughs> Hondas be getting ate up. And I love a Honda Accord. I don't give a fuck. I wanted a Honda before I got this car, but I found what well, the car I had last time. But I found out, you know, we can get it. They, they just as expensive. You feel me? That's the Jethro Jenkins anyway. and Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. John and Tyler. I'm Mike, a.k.a. Gardy B. And we do have the number one sports story in the world. And oh, yet yeah. none of the major outlets are talking about it because of shame. the conspiracies. <laughs> because of the, um, because of the, you know, the agenda. No one wants to talk about <laughs> Dwayne Hansen and his 800-pound pumpkin that he floated down 41 miles of Nebraskan River in to set a new world record for longest pumpkin ride <laughs> on a river. I have never seen such. I am just amazed. This motherfucker hollowed out a pumpkin. <laughs> a pump, a big ass pump, a big ass state fair ass pumpkin <laughs> and paddled down that bitch like he was Linus in goddamn the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. Like I ain't never seen no shit like this. 38 miles, like 38 miles might not sound like a, a lot, but like I said in the, in the group text, bro, when I found out Michael Phelps swims at four miles per hour, four miles per hour, like that lets you know how fucking, you know, difficult it is maneuvering the water. And this motherfucker went 38 miles, bro, in a pumpkin. <laughs> the fuck <laughs> i think he just wanted to be drunk alone for a long period of time you know yeah. what i mean like <laughs> whether he made it or not i don't think it was that big of a deal but he had his beer and he had himself you know what i mean and nobody could bother him for a certain period of time and he got that accomplished so congratulations to that man my favorite is and i have done i've read every word that's been written about this man and as i mentioned to you guys it's what's hilarious about it is there was no pr around it like he didn't start a social media account no one was like live tweeting or whatever the news articles were from towns he passed through where someone was like this is a dude floating down dude, the river bro? on a pumpkin like let someone get out here and find out what's going on you know and then his family was like following him and they'd be like what's going on and they'd be like shh He's trying to set the world record right now. <laughs> he, he didn't but do the it for a great book movie. That'd be a great child's movie or a book. Someone responded you know to my mean? tweet saying we were going to dedicate the whole episode of the show to this dude by saying um, the pumpkin's name was Big Bertha. Like, there's no way Tom Hanks doesn't already own the rights to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it has to happen. It has to happen. So the way Dwayne Hansen came up with this idea was he was at a three-day seminar on how to grow giant pumpkins because he wanted to win the state fair in Nebraska. State Did fair ass motherfucker. Yeah, but, but. While at the seminar on how to grow giant pumpkins, he heard that there was a world record for the longest ride in a pumpkin and that it was 25 miles. And at that moment, he stopped trying to grow a state fair pumpkin and started trying to be a world record holder. It took him 10 years to grow a pumpkin that was big enough <laughs> for him to fucking go down the river. <laughs> He's been experimenting and crossbreeding and all kinds of shit Ten before he years? finally got this pumpkin. 10 years. 10 fucking years. Like, I don't like I'm, I'm amazed that for one, a fucking big ass gigantic pumpkin can float for one. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's. A one here, but goddamn, like this motherfucker was out here crossbreeding and going back to the drawing board for ten fucking years and shit. That's wild as hell. I have the he dedication a, is something so absurd, bro. Like 
He had a giant concrete <clears throat> pond that he built for this purpose that he forklifted the pumpkin in to see where the float line was on how, where it would float. And then he carved the top open from there so that he could sit in it. But he almost fucked up because since he's not an engineer, he wasn't accounting for the fact that him sitting in the pumpkin would carry it lower in the water. <laughs> mm. And the beer, because the beer was important. The cooler full of beer was the most important part there, too. He sat- It must be wild being married to somebody that wants to break world records. Like a Guinness Book world record, like sitting there watching somebody put this much effort into traveling over 30 miles in a pumpkin has to be one hell of an experience. His wife said, uh, it's stressful because I never know what he's going to do next. And he said, quote, I ain't going to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do before that made her think he's there's a next? I don't know. There that's has why to be something we before to, the pumpkin. The, that's why I need the biography. But he's been th- he's been talking and thinking about this shit for 10 fucking years. So he asked the Guinness World Record people, can I drink beer in the pumpkin? <laughs> And they, and they said yes. He then put, it's literally just a red igloo cooler in the pumpkin full of beer. And he just sat on the cooler for the entire ride down the fucking river. <laughs> I, w- I, wish, I, I wish, wish we could have sponsored it. I wish we yes. could have had a Jenkins and Jones sticker on the side of this pumpkin, bro. <laughs> I'd have been all I would love shit. to get him on the pod, but he probably has different political beliefs. We don't want to know but any still, more about this yeah. man than we know right, right now. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I, that's what I met with it. That's what I met with it. Um, I did see that there was a black grandchild who was allowed to be in the family photo. That made me, uh, that made me happy, but he did still do. He also did the world record in a wife beater and a camo hat. <laughs> he's walking fine lines, Bubba. I think he's, he's on, he's on a very fine line. <laughs> Uh, hold on just a second. <laughs> One of the Bossios pulled up. <laughs> One of the Bossios. Sunday recording. What's up, Vinny? Uh, <laughs> Sunday recording. Uh, his daughter was so proud of him. She was like sobbing. And I loved it because she was just like, he he's always told us we could do anything we want. You know, the only thing that matters is us being happy in life and doing the things that we want to do in life. And no one, no one represents that more than my dad. <laughs> it's fucking That's, beautiful, bro. Yeah, it really is. For, oh, Good for yeah, them. Real shit. All right. It's difficult for me to move on. But I literally just want to talk about this shit for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Think it, it took him like 12 hours. <laughs> God damn. You know what? I mean, no, the 10 years, the decade prior. The effort that went into it, where he wouldn't quit, the patience, the frustration. He probably had there a 500 pound There needs to be pumpkin. a movie on this shit. Yeah. There needs to be a movie on this shit. And it's not going to include much of what happened on the river. That's 80% true. of it will be getting there. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog, I think, I, I'm, hey, I hope Tom Hanks has grabbed this. We need this. At least, do I have shit on my face? <laughs> Am I tripping? Nah. <laughs> Powder on my face? There is powder in my face. Are you just sniffing the amino acid <laughs> cells now, bro? No, yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess the powder from the 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 uh, the ba- <laughs> what is the baby fetus <laughs> powder <laughs> splashed in my nose and was stuck on my shit. Dog. I'm like, yo, there is something there. Am I tweaking? But anyway, <laughs> we backed at it. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Speaking of uh, some shit being on your face, difficult week to be a Lakers fan. Um, spent the whole summer dreaming about Kyrie Irving and woke up with fucking Pat Bev on the roster. <laughs> Someone talk me off the fucking ledge, please. <laughs> this was, this was... You, about to, you about to be a Clippers fan? You, are you ready? You... To go from Kyrie to Pat Bev, that is funny as fuck, boy. Jesus. How the fuck is, is Pat Bev and Russ going to coexist? That's what I'm curious about. Those motherfuckers legit do not They're like not. each other, bro. Like, They're not. This was a sign that they Westbrook is going not is not going to be playing next year. There is no way. They hate each other. And you know, you saw when like LeBron said, I can't wait till Westbrook goes off. And then Pat Bev hopped in, me neither. You know, and Westbrook didn't have nothing to add to <laughs> like that. What the fuck? <laughs> everybody else was excited, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody jumped in except Westbrook. Shit ain't sweet, baby. Yeah. So I think that's a I think I I I think somebody's reported on that. But uh yeah, I, I don't I don't see him being a part of the team. I see I when, when the I, team starts. It doesn't make I, sense. I legit think Pat Bev is a dude who who will forgive and forget. Not Russ though. I think exactly. yeah, I think Russ yeah. is a lifelong grudge holder. I don't think he's ever gonna be cool with Pat Bev, bro. I think Pat Bev, it's not personal with Pat. I think everything is personal with Westbrook. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, you know, so that's why Pat Bev was like, yeah, I can't wait. And Russ was like, I don't like you, nigga. We ain't friends, bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> bitch-ass Beverly. <laughs> um, it is sick. I think John I think John texted me this after the trade went through. It is sick being a sports fan. It's a stupid hobby. Yeah. It's a stupid yeah. thing to do with your free time. There's only like two NBA basketball players that I don't like, and Pat Beverly is one of them. So, of fucking course, he comes to the Lakers. It's the monkey's paw curse. Please, if you give us Braun and a championship, I'll put up with anything. Well, will you really? Here's anything. Here's anything. <laughs> I like Pat Bev. I think Pat Bev's cool. Like I don't. I'm, I mean, I'm not. I don't turn on the TV to watch Pat Bev, and he's annoying as a player. But I think, like, bro, like when I see like his actual, you know, him as a person. He seems like one of the cooler, more relatable people. You know what I'm saying? So I agree with I that. With I was a really hardcore. Like Russ was probably my favorite player in the league when the Pat Bev shit really happened. So for if for I me, remember Tyler, that was your favorite player too, mm -hmm. right? At that moment, other than Brian, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tough times. Yeah. Is he your favorite player anymore? How do y'all feel about him now? <laughs> it's it's it's. I like Russ. I love it's Russ. It's complicated. <laughs> but it's definitely complicated. Yeah, I'll, I always, I'll they, always they love really Russ, have, but, you know, the Russ the yeah. player right about now. That's, I don't know, buddy. He's a great human being. He is. <laughs> Did y'all see that tweet? He's <laughs> <laughs> a right great now. guy. <laughs> That's like telling somebody their shoes look comfortable. Like, those look comfortable. You're telling me my shoes is trash, basically. Them shit's ugly as fuck. You feel me? But uh, do you remember on, I think somebody tweeted this, where we really were on, well, people were really on Facebook putting, like, telling people their relationship status was complicated. Yes. Like, how insane was that? And in college, like, you're, you're, you're like, changing, like, that's, like, basically putting chum in ocean, <laughs> yeah. in, in, in shark-infested waters. <laughs> like, here, right? You change your, your relationship status to fucking complicated? You were telling the fucking... <laughs> Fucking remember Joe, fucking old, like like you know, dirty macket ass niggas to come snatch your chick. That's basically what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. It's complicated. Weird times, man. The early Facebook era was really a, and you could not explain that to teenagers today. 
people broke up because of the timeline. When they added the timeline, oh, you talking to this person? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember a dude pressed me because because he saw like through the timeline and his lady hit me. I'm like, bro, she on me. You should be mad at her. <laughs> he was like, we should both confront her. I'm no, like, no, man. we should no. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. <laughs> That's you, bro. CC you, you know in, in, a, in a Facebook message. Right. 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 Hey, hey I'm looping John in here for further transparency. <laughs> like, no, man. I ain't on that shit, dog. I never had a Facebook. You know I never had a Facebook. I, I had a MySpace, so I for sure was like, would do the, the passive aggressive song selection, you know what I'm saying, to throw a shot at, 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 at my shorty when we were arguing or whatever. But but I never had a, I had a Facebook, bro. What did like, you pay Beyonce, you, me, myself, and I? <laughs> <laughs> shit like that, yeah. There you go. <laughs> me, myself, right. I, I just remember when Facebook, because I, I was in college when it first hit. So Char was at UCLA and the rich schools got it first because it used to be yep. colleges only. Yep. So UCLA yep. got it and then Long Beach State got it like six months or a year later or something. And I just remember you'd go on there and because we were all 21 or 22 and everyone felt like they were invincible and no one knew what the internet was going to turn into. And people would upload everything. Your friends would go to a party and there'd be 90 fucking photos. <laughs> <laughs> like two days later, people then someone pulled photos. off their camera. People like right. boobs out. People doing illegal shit in the photos and everything. And now, obviously, Facebook. It's like you would never in a thousand years, first of all, even have a Facebook account, much less put some shit like that up on it. <laughs> Tagging photos of you, and I don't even know you. How did you find me? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we thought it was just going to be college, so just college students would be on there. Right. You know, and then they open up to everybody. They open like, it up to your mom. Dude. Right. Right. So now my mom can see me being a degenerate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Horrible. Well, uh, I do want to briefly talk about, are y'all aware of uh, the, the Tom Brady leave of absence that he disappeared from training camp for two weeks? Is I, it, I just briefly want to mention his press conference when he returned yesterday because it was relatable. Isn't there a, a theory that he was <laughs> that he was taking time off to be on like the mask thing or some shit? Did, did, did you see that? On the what? There was a theory that he took two weeks off to be on The Masked Singer. There was a theory that uh, he got divorced. There was a theory that he got plastic surgery and needed to be away from cameras <laughs> for two weeks. just bored, dog. <laughs> His old right, ass he might just wanted be... two weeks off before the season started. That man is 58 <laughs> years old. Let him be, dog. <laughs> So they obviously, so he, he goes back yesterday, the reporters asked him, this is what I wanted to talk about because I thought this was hilarious to hear uh, one of the most accomplished pro athletes in a major sport say, they're like, so where were you? And he was like, I'm 45, man. There's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> I feel it. That's fire. I feel it. That's fire. That, nothing else That's needs the to most, be said. I'm Tom Brady. I don't really have to tell you what the fuck is going on. Like. <laughs> also, it's very relatable. That seems extremely relatable. Shit does happen. Shit right. is happening all the fucking time. I'm not even 45 <laughs> yet. This shit's happening all the time to me. Shit, <laughs> shit, shit do be happening. This shit needs to stop happening a little bit. But it's not. Calm down. It won't. It's not. It's going to happen more. It's going to happen more. <laughs> I just love he's sitting up there with fucking six Super Bowl rings, like the exact same excuse I give to my kids if I miss something. <sighs> I don't even have a reason for not, you know what I mean? It's just like a bunch of shit happened. I don't know, man. I'll have to look at the tape and figure out why it didn't work out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, did you guys see um, the Bally Sports in Cleveland uploaded a highlight reel of Braun playing high school football? Did you guys see the uh, see those clips? Yeah. I've seen clips before. I didn't see those clips. I've seen our clips prior, okay. though. It was crazy to me to think about because he graduated high school the same year that I did. It was crazy to me to see someone and just remember shoulder pads that were that big and jerseys that were in that style. He was playing football at that time and he's still one of the top athletes in the world. It's totally fucking insane. It's totally insane. It doesn't make any sense that he's still a professional athlete. (laughs) What's wild to me is that, I mean, he was like, what, 6'6 six, six in 10th grade or something like that? You know what I mean? I think that's when he stopped playing. And what I tripped off was like, dog, he was athletic enough to be a receiver, not a tight end. You know what I'm saying? And that's in a time period where like, you, we put you in, you know, if, if you're a certain height, you go to the center, bro. I right. don't give a fuck what the fuck else you got going on. You know what I'm saying? You had to be a, we have never seen you before, so we'll let you do what you want to do. Like that's, and he was that. He had never been seen before. We'll let him do whatever he wants to do in any fucking sport. And the 6'6 six, six is a fucking receiver? That's not even in the NFL. What does a 5'11 fucking cornerback, you know, corner right. do? <laughs> Bro, the safety on the first clip. Who's probably clip, a tall corner back then. You the know safety what I'm saying? On, the, on the first clip who had to tackle him was wearing number 84, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, man. Someone, and, and, and someone, Tyler, someone tweeted at you. Apparently, the quarterback on that team was so trash. That's why he picked yeah, he, basketball he, over football. He, he legit said he would have continued playing uh, uh, football if he had a better quarterback. And then they showed a, a clip of this motherfucker throwing. And that motherfucker looked like he was throwing like a pot roast or something. I have never seen a form quite <laughs> like that in all my years. You've never seen a ball that do what that ball did like, in the air? It's been from like his shoulder. I was like, God damn. Yeah, I it was like a him. two-handed shot put. Yeah. Through a chest pass today. All that money that they had, though, that's a private school. Get somebody that could at least get the ball in the air because that's all you needed with fucking Bron. I mean, Bron, Bron, like, I mean, we all know the story about when Urban Meyer was the wide receiver coach at Notre Dame. He he wanted Bron to come. Like, Bron could have gone D1, but college was never in the plans to begin with anyway. He knew, you know, that bag was waiting on him at the NBA. So. Wasn't he All-American his freshman year or sophomore year of playing football? He, he, was, he, was, he so. was like runner-up, I think, for state player of the year is like sophomore or junior year or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, he. I mean, he would have been for sure like a top, a top recruit. It's just crazy. And I do miss this about sports. Like, obviously, with the commercialization, the increased commercialization of things, it's good that it, – I think it's good that the players are getting more money. But it was just objectively more fun when we were kids, bro, that it was like, you're a freak athlete – like you're about to dominate in football and basketball. Fuck it. You know, now can you imagine now a top five like NBA prospect or, or, you know, college prospect, even as a freshman or a sophomore, or a junior a, playing high in school seventh football? grade in seventh grade, they'd have told like Mikey Williams. No, there's no fucking way you're picking a football up. Like they would have told him, no, he couldn't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like there were people that were going D1. They were playing three sports. Football, basketball, and baseball. You know what I'm saying? And they would overlap and they'd wait for them to come to the, you know what I'm saying, after the first two weeks of the season or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just crazy. But it's interesting seeing, like, Bron, like, he had to decide whether being the best football player of all time or the best basketball <laughs> player of all time. And he just chose, chose basketball. <laughs> you got options when you're LeBron James. You feel me? Crazy. And we're still selling merchandise and shoes to kids and trainers are still selling. If you work hard enough... You 
That could be not. You cannot work your way. You cannot work your way into that. There's no way to pray your way into that. First box you have to check is winning the genetic lottery. Like we need to be very honest about that with all these kids. You know what I'm saying? So big facts. All right, I have a uh, serious, not fun topic to talk about. One more thing, one more thing. They didn't have video back then, like for real. Like we didn't have like social media. So the first time you saw LeBron James in person, you know what I'm saying? Like might have been on the field with this motherfucker. You probably heard about him, (laughs) but you had never seen him. So imagine being a quarterback that may have seen a little tape, but not really, you know what I'm saying? Maybe like the week before. Right. Maybe. And you know what I'm saying? You're talking yourself this, into, oh, he, he's not he, that fast. I can, you know what I mean? Like I can get up under his hands or something. And then you see right, him in right, person right. like. Oh, he's really Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> it's even worse than I feared. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here, bro. Hell no. I had a friend in college who had that theory. That that he would that he's basically Hercules. It was like you know his mom is a, a human single mom, and then his dad was actually just a Greek god. It was like he's like this shit's in mythology everywhere. Like, <laughs> I call Bronny Hercules. That's that's that. <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury, with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Kick off week one with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code JNJ to get in on the action. That's promo code J-A-N-D-J. Then you can turn game day into payday all season long. Ooh, what futures bet would I make with $150 in free bets? I've mentioned this before, but I'm a big 49er fan. Big believer in Trey Lance. Definitely think the Rams are going to have one of those Super Bowl hangovers. So I'd probably go all in on the 49ers to have a great season. You can play your way and bet on more than just the final score. Wager on everything from touchdowns to total yards to catches. You can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Also, starting on September 1st, FanDuel will be live in Kansas. That is Thursday of this week. Don't fumble your chance to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, with promo code JNJ. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states only. First online real money wager only, $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. All right. I have a uh, not funny topic, but I want to talk about it because uh, this kind of hypocrisy drives me crazy. And um, I know that you guys uh, care about kids and and shit like this happening. Did you guys hear about this uh, Duke BYU volleyball shit? Mm -mm. I saw you tweeting about it. Okay. tweeting about it. Uh, I, I cover college volleyball, I cover high school volleyball. So I'm, I, all the volleyball people were tweeting about it and then sort of the national accounts got it. And I, th- I think probably on Monday it'll be one of those like, you know, big stories that, that uh, politicians are all over and stuff like that. But basically a women's volleyball player for Duke, the only black starter on the team, uh, was playing with Duke at BYU. For those who are not familiar with college sports, BYU is in Provo, Utah. It is in a, it is a, it is a less progressive part of Utah than Salt Lake City. <laughs> Okay. If, if you if, imagine that that actually exists, it does. It's crazy. It does. Go ahead. And I, and I have heard uh, plenty of stories uh, out of BYU, but this story to me was uh, about the most sickening shit I've ever heard. Um, a fan in the stands was yelling the N-word at this uh, women's volleyball player, at this kid, and was threatening her and all this other stuff. Apparently, at some point, a police officer went and was like stationed near where the guy was sitting in the student section for BYU. He's not a student, according to the university. He was sitting in the student section. Police stood over there to like, I don't know, make sure he didn't run on the court or something. But at no point was make he... Make sure he didn't say... Make, make sure he said he pronounced it right. 
That's what they came over there for, bro. Fuck you, mean? They, I mean, come on. He's the other thing. They don't rest his ass. Come on, man. That's, that's something. They didn't man. even kick him out of the ridiculous. game. That's ridiculous. Crazy. Bro. I mean, they, they, I think BYU, they said BYU, like, you know, like said he could never come on campus again or some shit. After banned him from fact, any sporting event. After yeah. the fact. After the, he after said the internet they, got a hold of it. They said, right. They said that he was banned. And the only reason that the media got a hold of it, and this is the thing people don't understand, like, the sports that you see on TV is like one one thousandth of the sports that are being played, right? College sports, high school sports, this shit's happening across the country, and almost none of it gets any kind of real media coverage. The player's grandma posted about it on Twitter is the only reason that anyone even heard that this shit ever happened. So yeah. because of that, the universities are falling all over themselves. And obviously fuck the guy. And you know, I hope I, I hope that someone figures out who he is and puts his shit out there and ruins his life, because fuck him forever. But the shit that really Honestly, the shit to me that, that really boils my blood even more is seeing the statements that both schools put out, um, and BYU in particular starts their statement by saying, um, BYU is leading in fighting against prejudice and rooting out racism, right? And, and, but like, this is the, this is what we built that we have taught all of the, all of these leaders quote unquote have learned to say shit like that they've learned the language of shit like that so that they can put the press release out after something happens right no one in the fucking stadium no one in the arena and it's a small place i have been to where the, the byu the field house where they play volleyball if the player on the court could hear that everyone could hear it the coaches for both teams could hear it the players on both teams could hear it People who work for the BYU athletic department, I'm sure administrators from Duke, someone travels with the team could hear it. No one stopped the fucking match and said, this is college volleyball. This is not, we're not fucking doing this. That's the shit to me that's disgusting. And I just want to throw that out there. One person could have completely changed that story. One fucking person could have completely changed that story. But that is not what we are trained for. All of the attention that we pretended to pay to racism a couple years ago. What we really did as a country was just teach academic political leaders to write those fucking press releases. And not one fucking person stood up and said, I'm not going to keep playing the fucking match or I'm not going to keep coaching the match while that dude is fucking sitting over there. That, and that's the shit to me. I just like, it's difficult to wrap my head around that that, that was the quote unquote progress we made from all the work and energy that the country went through was so that the press release would, would sound a little bit more progressive or whatever the fuck. It's fucking disgusting. I'm just going to say it. BYU can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and anybody associated. You feel me? Yeah, but that, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Bubba. Yeah, I, I totally wholeheartedly agree with you, Mike. Like, I mean, for, for no one to take a stand for this young lady, you know what I mean? In, in that situation for, uh, and for the, for the fucking police to just stand by there. So he doesn't rush on the court instead of kicking his ass out. Like, yeah, what the fuck? I wouldn't think the church that I have you, are you familiar with Mormonism? Yeah, they, Very they, they say like black skin is a curse and all that shit. Like, yeah. You feel me? You're not the leading. The guy who's named the BY of... in BYU said that. Like, yeah, you know what right. I mean? You know, <laughs> bro, you're not leading in any, you know what I'm saying, fight against fucking racism. Shut the fuck up. Like you said, they just taught them what words to use, how to respond to these situations. Like, you know what I'm saying, as far as publicly, but not actually in the moment. 
But they called the cops. They called the people that were supposed to protect her in this situation, like who are paid to. Not even a student or 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 like a coach or a person in the stands that could could have got up and stuck his ass. You know what I'm saying? But like the people who are paid to protect her and they didn't do shit. It's just sickening. You know what I mean? And that makes me just think like it's just that's how comfortable everybody was with that outside of the person. I think her aunt actually is the one that called her that aunt, they put yeah, it on, okay, on social. Okay, yeah. But regardless of like and, 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 and then she, you know what I'm saying, like she is the person that has to deal with this tra- traumatic situation. I mean, it's, it's just it's just so frustrating. Like, God damn, bro. But like, but you said, Mike, not one person, not a single fucking person. Not the ref. Got up in one. N- nobody, nobody. Nobody got up to protect this. You know what I'm saying? Not even the cop. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody there protected her. And then and then BYU wants to say that they're leading. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? And they banned them after they allowed her to just continually, you know what I'm saying, torment the child. Because that's what she was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's ridiculous. Yep. But but I do want to give that. I just wanted to give that context to people out there. <clears throat> the Smithfield household is like four or five thousand people. That is not a big arena. That was not someone yelling on the other side of the, you know, the fucking Madison Square Garden. It's like everyone there could hear that shit. And that's the that is that's the problem. That's the thing. Like that dude who's yelling that is going to exist in this world and in this country as long as any of us are alive. But the rest of us could do something different than just letting it happen and then writing the fucking press release after. Like, that's the shit that drives me crazy. And I'm particularly talking about white people because we're talking about a volleyball match in fucking Utah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that's why I'm speaking on it because that's the shit that drives me crazy is it's like, you're all there. I'm sure some of those people, especially the college students, were protesting and posting black squares on Instagram or whatever. Literally just stop the person from saying the fucking N-word to a, to a college girl, bro. That's the change that we're looking for. Yeah. All right, let's talk about something else egregious. Can someone explain what the fuck is going on with Drake's hair to me? Please. (laughs) (laughs) That motherfucker got the Razor Ramon going on right now. Drake is so interesting to me because he is a man of many faces, like with his music, with his images. Like, he, you know, we clown Drake and all that, but that motherfucker is having fun with all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't think he's serious about this hair. So I don't think he, he thinks he's setting a trend or anything. I think he's half clowning, but, it, you know, he half thinks it's fly too. You know what I mean? And that's pretty much like, like, like so much of what Drake does. You know, it's, it's, it's poking fun at himself a bit, but he's still having fun with shit. You know what I mean? I think Drake is lame i think drake knows he's lame i think he makes great music but like bro like he has what kevin durant's number tatted on him and steph curry like so i don't know he may be taking it seriously but like you said tyler he's having fun and i think that's what he cares about most (laughs) and that's what he should care about I think if you, but, dog, I think like, if, if you're a lame who actually knows you're lame, you're not a lame because I think a big part of being lame, I feel is the being same, oblivious to yeah. how lame you are. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I fuck with. That's how I fuck with Drake. Yeah, that's what you know. what I'm saying that's why he's like I don't, I don't, I'm not like these old motherfuckers fucking and all that shit. No, because I think Drake kind of leans in to who he is. You know, what I mean, I think he's got to the point where. I'm Drake, bro. I ain't got to pretend to be shit. All I got to be is me around this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting gifted fucking planes, bro. Why would I pretend to be you? Why would he give a fuck what I thought about him? You feel me? I could imagine being him and caring about me. So, yeah. So, I think he's just like, he just leans into being himself. And I think that's, I, hey, man, the hairstyle is weird. It's not going to prevent him. Is there a name for it? Getting, 
Uh, I mean, I, I, it looked like the fat back to me. It kind of looked like the fat back they be doing in New Orleans. Uh-huh. You feel me? Uh, but that's that's more of an uncle haircut. That's just an uncle slick back type joint. There's no real name for that shit. The bullshit. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, the awesome bullshit. bullshit. That's what that is. <laughs> that nigga. Hey, what the fuck type of bullshit you on, my nigga? God damn. I, 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 I bet his friends even talk to him like that. I bet his real friends are because he, uh, he posted some of his friends in his videos and they funny as hell. Somebody they be clowning his ass. He don't give a fuck because he's Drake. And that's how you should live if you're Drake. His friend who was trying to snatch that bee out of midair needs to <laughs> <laughs> think of other ways he could protect his friend. You know? That one's not going to yeah, say yeah. shit. That motherfucker was probably <laughs> greasing that Didn't shit down for Drake. Like, right. <laughs> slicking that shit down for him. Right. You look astounding. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh fuck. Um I read something He's fun though. He's fun. He's fun. And that's and I think he posted it because he knew the reaction it'll get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wait, did he post <laughs> it or I thought someone took a picture of him at a casino or nah, something? I, I think he posted pictures on his IG. Oh, yeah, he, 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 he posted, posted the vid, he, he posted, posted a bit of, of of the lady washing it and slicking it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh god, <laughs> he was all in, bro. Beautiful, beautiful. That's crazy. All right. Um, <laughs> did you guys see this uh, this viral tweet about Mount Everest? I have not been able to stop thinking about this shit. Did you see it? No, nah, I, I haven't seen, seen it. it. Uh. Uh-uh. So, you know, people who like, you know, more and more people climb Mount Everest every year. Every year is a record breaking year. But, you know, it is dangerous and some people die doing it. Right. You've heard that. about yeah, climbing yeah, Mount yeah, Everest. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the cost of getting someone off of Mount Everest, you'd have to climb up Mount Everest and then you'd have to carry a person down it is so high. They just leave the dead bodies there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And apparently, and is it really dangerous to go up there too to try to save them as you well? You like, can't even do it. It's, they just it's, tell you it's, it's, yeah, at a certain like, point, it's just there. So, uh, but the tweet that you I stuck, read said that apparently they use those people as as landmarks. So it's like, oh, you got to climb up to green pants, and then you know, make sure you refresh your oxygen at pink beanie. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Motherfuckers are like checkpoints Bro. in a video game and shit. Bro. That's wild as hell. It's That's not funny, but it's hell. hilarious. No, it's <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, yes, exactly. Exactly. Yo. I just like I you, don't know how to respond to this. No, no, neither did I. That's why I had to bring it up. I've been thinking about it nonstop. Those people woke up that morning thinking that they were about to achieve something that was like some reflection of their like inner conqueror or some shit. And now you are the place that people need to turn left. And what's wild is you probably got green, got to green pants, and then became pink beanie. <laughs> So you participated in this shit before you became Pink <laughs> Beanie. Understanding what the fuck you were getting into. I just passed green pants <laughs> in your Pink Beanie. <laughs> da, 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 da. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, shit. Golly. Oh, I didn't even think about that angle. You got you to go up Whew. there in the blandest shit possible. You know what I mean? You don't want to turn into... Bro, just don't, you don't go wanna... up there. <laughs> okay? What? The, you know what I'm saying? Like, dog. You know what I mean? Cre- dude, carve a pumpkin 
and travel 36 miles. <laughs> all right. Drinking beer to do that. Like, <laughs> beat old Jasper, whatever the fuck that dude's name was. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? At least you're in the record book. And, and I mean, is fuck climbing Mount like, Everest. Like, like I get the whole, you know, you want to do it for yourself and all that shit. But is anyone really impressed by people who climb mountains? Like, like if, if you no. told me you climb Mount Everest, I'm like, wow, okay. I never met anyone who did that before. Probably won't meet anyone else. But I really don't give a fuck. Are you, <laughs> you a know? LeBron fan? Yeah, right. That's what I would ask. <laughs> yeah, like, I would just move on to basketball. <laughs> something that actually mattered to me. You know what I'm saying? Did you see LeBron's block in 2016, <laughs> nigga? <laughs> <laughs> you know how's green pants and pink beanie doing cool <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck I can so I clearly care. picture someone telling you they climbed Mount Everest and you nodding and asking them if they're a LeBron fan <laughs> <laughs> bro that's I don't care I have no interest dog oh fuck <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> if Zed had made a documentary about your experience, I'm probably not going to be that, you know, intrigued by it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, did you guys listen? There's been a lot of discourse on the internet about the new DJ Khaled album. Did you listen to any of it? Of course I did not. I don't know if Tyler did. No, I, I listened to the track with, um, with, with Ross, Jay-Z. Wayne, and Jay-Z. Yeah. You know, the, the internet's all abuzz for, about the Jay-Z verse. That motherfucker went in for like five minutes. You know, it was cool. I think J, uh, J.I.D. hitting um, Tyler up is more interesting than that fucking Khalid shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you described him as basically the, the no, country. No, no, yeah, uh, no, it was a perfect uh, tweet. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, what, read the tweet or, or yeah, what, yeah. what did you I, say? I, I basically said, uh, J.I.D. dropped a phenomenal fucking album. Like, I'm, that shit is so hard. Um, I basically said uh, J.I.D., and I say this as a compliment of the utmost, J.I.D. is like a country hand biscuit lupe. Like if you went to a Waffle House and you ordered the Lupe and the waitress convinced you to get it, you know, scattered, smothered and covered, you're, you you basically just order the J.I.D. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's the t- he he reminds me so much of Lupe. But like I said, but like a southern version of him, you know what I mean? That motherfucker can rap. And the fact that you use Waffle House was so perfect because he will fight. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> He's a Lupe that will beat your ass. He has songs and like he has, has a song talking about like how he was supposed to go play football in New Orleans, didn't because he got in a fight and got arrested with his family. They were fighting in a club. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, like and the, and and the mom is recollect. No, this, I think it's one of the sisters is recollecting the moment. Like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> reliving the moment on the video and like certain certain parts of it. And then like it's one time where he's like rapping about <laughs> how this dude beat like tried to fight him and he didn't know he had like 50 niggas with him, so they beat his ass. <laughs> but he's almost like I beat your ass, but I didn't want to beat your ass, bro. We didn't have no beef. I ain't want to do you like that. So he's definitely Lupe, but he's the Lupe that will beat your ass and then rap about nonviolence. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he will do it if he need to. You feel me? Love that nigga, man. That's a great album, too. Yeah. You know, I did 30 minutes on the assault bike listening to him, man. He had my, my heart going. He had the adrenaline pumping. breaking records to J.I.D. <laughs> yeah, he had the adrenaline pumping. That the motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? Baby fetus shake that I make every morning as well. You feel me? <laughs> but uh, but he, he responded. But he responded to Tyler's tweet too, which was that was actually what I wanted to talk about. I thought that was great. What he he said you should he said you should write movies. Such is such a yeah. great jump. Yeah. And he's right. Yeah. And he's right. <laughs> Somebody should have been scooped your ass up with that motherfucking brain and creativity you got. So let me write a motherfucking movie. 
Somebody. Hopefully somebody saw it. You know what I mean? Tom Hanks. Tom, let me Adam write the McKay. motherfucking pumpkin movie. <laughs> right now. I will write it right Are motherfucking you, now. Find me one person in America that would not go see the pumpkin movie starring Tom Hanks written by Dragonfly Jones. <laughs> and I'll find you a fuck nigga because that's what, exactly what they are. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, All right. Before we get out of here, um, gentlemen, are all of the college loans paid off for the people on this podcast or is anyone getting getting anything back? I ain't getting. Nah, man. I wish they would have hit me like five years Mm -hmm. ago. Shit, even maybe maybe four years ago. I still got to pay my shit off. Um, Your thoughts? I've greatly enjoyed watching the stupidest people in America feel like they're getting cheated <laughs> out of student loan forgiveness. Okay, because I, I love it. I think it's dope. I'm, I'm, I'm super happy for the people to get a benefit from it for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, of it's, course. It's, it's just been, of course, you know, people like, well, what about me? I paid my loans off. I busted my ass. I agreed to a, a, a fucking contract and I did held up my part. Okay, motherfucker. <laughs> that's on you like you should have waited a while you should have you should have goddamn got on a longer payment plan it'll make shit more comfortable for you and you'd have got some relief that ain't our fault dog it's wild seeing people hop on there i ain't had no bitches <laughs> i ain't getting no i was vagina. living on subway I was a fucking bitch ass nigga because i was trying to pay off my loans right, you know right. what i mean and then that motherfucking old young face ass nigga <laughs> That, that hit you up talking about why he shut the fuck up nigga. we don't give a fuck with your non-mustache assets about shit okay especially not that and then the fucking white house coming in and dropping nuts on everybody all these politicians like well what happened to the five hundred thousand you were forgiving for you know what i'm saying <laughs> you don't like handouts you like that bitch ass nigga <laughs> you know what i'm saying everybody begin clapped up it's been a beautiful scene yeah, bro. Yeah. What, what's, what, what's in a bloodbath over there? What's been killing me was, um, you know, you've seen a whole lot of sob stories about dude, people like, I grind out of college and I sacrificed so much. I didn't party. Bro, that's on you. I broke asses with partying. You know what I'm saying? Nobody told you <laughs> weak ass to stay at home. We was out here turning the fuck up with goddamn $26 in our bank account after a 40 hour work week, but we did not care, bro. Your ass shouldn't have cared either. Dude, I got. My car got declined for ground beef and I still had a fucking ball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In college, bro, fuck out of here. I made $10 last five days once. You feel me? Like, dog, we cool, G. Like, you just was a fucking lame. That's why you paid your... <laughs> Didn't nobody want to be around your ass. You know what I mean? I was paying my loans up yet because nobody fucked with you, bitch ass nigga. And that's why you're getting yeah. clapped up online right now. Oh. Uh, we did also get a classic Twitter. Uh, the the best time you see someone get their shit packed up on Twitter is when the person doing it does so like politely. You know what I mean? <laughs> and someone, <laughs> Tyler, you you were the one who screenshot this that, that I saw it. But this dude <laughs> tweeted about his loans, and a, a hilarious young woman just responded. Um, serious question. Are you 22 years old or are the loans 22 years old? <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny, but you certainly were, ma'am. But yeah, it, I mean, if you look at the way he phrased it, that is a legit question. If you look at his face, too, with the way he phrased it, he said something like, I'm a 22-year-old loan holder. So yeah, you might have been holding that motherfucker with 22. He might be like, what, 44, 46? <laughs> because yeah, goddamn. You said consecutive years? Yeah, you telling me, you right. telling me that like motherfucker was born in 2000? <laughs> 
<laughs> you telling me that? <laughs> Two days? Really? Bro, hey, did you see his Abby? That turtleneck he got on, nigga? Like, roll on bro. the bro, with that, that bald ass head <laughs> and that turtle. <laughs> Fuck you me, dog. Shit, <laughs> Black don't crack unless you a white nigga. <laughs> unless you a white nigga. You feel me? Shit, bro. You participate in whiteness. That's what happens to you. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you me. Here there be monsters. Um, and just a reminder, by the way, that all like colleges in California, state colleges used to be free until Governor Ronald Reagan's uh, top political advisor said that it was dangerous to be educating so many people. And that's when they fucking started charging. So as as a Pell Grant. Somebody res- else. Yeah. Somebody else said something that was really wild, like about, about the military. This was one of our greatest military tools. Tool. So like, okay, so the fact that you can't take advantage of poor people. Right. The fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what you're that's that's what you get online and speak to during this, this time. This period. is this Insane. has been a historic era for Republicans saying the quiet part loud, right? Mm-hmm. Right. House of Representatives member Jim Banks tweeted, and I thought this was a fake tweet, so I went to his shit and right. looked it up. Student loan forgiveness undermines one of our military's greatest recruitment tools at a time of dangerously low enlistments. Are you out of your fucking mind, yeah. dog? We get to give poor people <laughs> charges. And, <laughs> and now we can't do it anymore. Didn't they like discontinue charges this week, too? Like, this is a real. Yeah, they did, bro. They, they took a military. hit. Somebody was like, they took a hit. Somebody hit me up was like, yo. They took a hit today, boy. <laughs> Chargers had a good time period, man. I had a, I used to get them for rentals all the time for work, man. So shout out to Chargers, man. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm I not even myself. I'm not even eligible for relief because I I didn't take out any federal loans because I once I found out I'm all my shit's through Sally May because once once I found out like federal shit they can garnish your shit they can you know take you to court and shit but like private shit Thanks. can't do that I was like. Okay, I'm not taking no federal shit then. You know what I'm saying? So. Let, me, let, me, let me say this. I tweeted about it too. But uh, when I went to college, my mom, my single mom was poor as fuck. And so I was a Pell Grant recipient and I went to a cheap college. I went to a cheap college intentionally so that everything would be paid for and I wouldn't have any loans. I went to Long Beach State and I also got a scholarship, which meant that they actually paid me a couple thousand dollars this semester to go to college. It's the only reason that I own a house. It's the only reason that I have a job as a journalist instead of having to get into something that paid better because I didn't have student loans. And so for people in my community, I think that's been great for them that I was able to pursue something that actually mattered to me and that let me be of service to my community. That should be our goal. Like the whole idea that, oh, well, I already paid my loans off, so I'm getting cheated here is like, it's hilarious you should want the most people in your society to have the most options possible because that will benefit you because you live in a society. Unless you are in a pumpkin floating down a river by yourself, you are in a society that will require people to have options and to be able to choose different things. And for me, I literally, I try and talk about these issues sometimes. I don't think people understand how personal they actually are. I would have a completely different life if I had had to go to college and borrow a bunch of money or whatever else. I just would have had to be able to pay the loans back faster. So graduating college with no loan debt is responsible for basically most of the good things in my life. Shar and I sure as fuck wouldn't have gotten married when we did if we were fucking $100,000 in debt. <laughs> they do need to fix the racket that is, you know what I'm saying, the education system on what they charge in these days, bro. 
they need to fix that too though so yeah like forgive that shit but also the fact that his 18 year old has 150 80 thousand dollars for even fifty thousand dollars of fucking loans leaving school you know what i'm saying you know without a guaranteed gigs and all that shit fuck out of here bro like well, it's not the, the college degree doesn't go as far as it once did and it costs so much more you know in you california know I mean? they made it illegal i thought this was like one of the funniest governmental hypocrisies ever in california they made it illegal to set up the booths trying to get you to sign up for credit cards on college campuses because you know it makes sense because man yeah because they're predatory as fuck hey we all got hit by those yeah. right you know what i mean but they made those illegal, but they'll still have your 18-year-old ass sign a fucking six-figure loan. <laughs> right. That's not a, it's not a 28% interest. You know what I mean? I'm glad they got the credit card Can't shit. Can't get that Capital campus. One card, right? That Capital <laughs> One was whooping motherfucker ass. But yeah. That $600 credit limit. I mean, it's, it's exa- I actually was, when they were talking about doing this, I actually was not for it because I wanted them to like spend the money on making college not require loans you know what i mean because exactly. like, yeah, right, i think right. for a lot of people this is going to just sort of pay the interest down or whatever but i have a lot of friends who are celebrating i have friends who are emotional that it's just like oh this has been around my fucking neck for 15 years you know what i mean yeah. and good for now teachers sure. nurses like i mean yeah it's, it, it hits everyone so glad that it happened if you are one of the people who is i think someone tweeted they weren't going to accept it you don't even but have, you don't to, even have to accept it. it, right? It just <laughs> yeah. happens. What the fuck you, are you talking about? <laughs> just go borrow ten thousand dollars somewhere else and pay that back. I guess, bro. If that's it means that's that like much a dude to that you. tweeted. I I hit my landlord up and asked him to double my rent because I love the grind. <laughs> yeah, that type that's of shit. This that's that. That's that same energy. Oh shit! Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. If you got that much extra energy, start growing a pumpkin. Ten years from now, you'll have a hell of a story. You know? Let's go. Thirty-six right. miles is a record now, right? The forty-one. He made it forty-one, John. Oh wow! He made it like fifteen I I th- miles more than the previous record. You saw an old game. update, think- bro. You weren't up to the minute on the ticker, <laughs> you, the pumpkin ticker. You know why he did it, dude? Because the beer still was in there. He probably stopped once the beer ran out. All right, man. I guess it's time. Forty-one miles. <laughs> oh, my last shit. beer. <laughs> I love it. All right. Yeah. That's all the time we got for uh, this Jenkins and Jones. Hope everyone's week gets off to a good start. And we'll see y'all in a couple days. Bye. 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 Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride 
the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.